Well, welcome to another Tag Team Podcast episode. I'm Aaron Groves. I'm joined here with my wife, Trisha Groves. And this topic um, is probably going to be one of my favorite ones to talk about. And it's probably the most important one that you can listen to. And so if you're joining us and you, you, you maybe are not a person of faith, I want to encourage you to listen to this whole episode and just stick with us and hear our story, hear how God has moved in our life. Because one of the, not one of, the most important decision you will ever make in your life is to follow Jesus Christ. And it, it changed my life um, by pursuing a relationship with Christ. He changed my life in so many good ways. Um, like, I don't think I can even just describe it over a podcast. But for us in our marriage, our um, relationship with Christ changed everything. Yeah, I would argue that's the only reason we're sitting here on this podcast today Amen. is because of Jesus and how he transformed not just us as individuals, but our marriage in general, because we were headed for destruction. Mm. And Apart from him. And so right. our topic today is faith and marriage, because um, we know from experience how important that is. But as Aaron said, it has to start first with yourself. Where are you with Jesus mm -hmm. Christ? And 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 we also want to talk about why why is this topic so important, especially with who our audience is, the mm. heroes of Impact Iowa Heroes. We're talking to law enforcement, we're talking to military, we're talking to fire, EMS, yeah. and dispatch. Dispatch. So you guys work in careers where you are on the front lines of evil. You see and deal with evil people. You see the results of uh, the destruction of evil through whether it's abuse or um, death. Mm -hmm. um, you're on the front lines of it. You're submersed in it. And if you aren't careful, um, it changes you. Mm -hmm. It changes your perception of the world. It changes how you think about things. It changes how you deal with and communicate and treat other people. Um, when you're just in the midst of darkness and evil all the time, apart from Christ and not bearing light, like it oppresses you. Yeah. We have another podcast talking about trauma because that's a real thing with first responders and military is the things they see is not what everybody, the, the normal citizen sees. They, like you said, it's violence, it's death, it's stress mm. they, for military war, terrorism. And, um, it's, it's real. And, and so, so we want you to be intentional with yeah. your personal faith in Jesus and how that plays out in your marriage. And we want to share a part of our story of how that looked like for us because we we have seen a law enforcement marriage apart from Jesus and we have seen it with Jesus. Yeah, and just from a personal standpoint, when it, when I was early in my career, um, you know, you get excited and you are gung-ho gung -ho and just like, ripping and roaring and rearing and you're, you know, lighting the world on fire with, with your, you know, your traffic stops and arrests and all this stuff. But, um, it got to the point for me where 
um, I was around it so much and I was dealing with the same people over and over again. Like I just grew a jaded mindset and I began to hate the very people that God was putting in my path that, um, you know, that you were called to serve. Yeah. I was called to, yeah, to and serve protect. and help. And, yeah. um, man, it was, I, I was in a pretty dark place at that time. And it would, it, it took going to church. It took me surrendering, um, uh, my own agenda. It took me, um, pursuing a personal relationship with Jesus. And I think of the scripture from Ezekiel 36, where um, he talks about God removing his stony, stubborn heart and um, providing him with a, a tender, responsive heart and putting a new spirit mm-hmm. in him. And I literally needed my heart changed. Yeah. Um, let's talk I was not about, in a good place. Let's talk about our early marriage and some of the yeah. some of the ways we chose to live or just the things that influenced us. And, um, so, so even just dating. So I, I grew up with a religious background, but I, I, I can say now in hindsight, I did not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I knew going to church was important and basically being a good person was important. That's what I thought and what I knew. And for you, you didn't have much of a background with that. No, you know, my parents sent me to like children's church on Wednesday, even though we didn't go to church anywhere. Um, I would go to youth group um, on Sunday nights at a a small church. And, you know, it was less about learning anything about Jesus and more about the social aspect of it and just hanging out with my friends. And so, yeah, I I was a good kid in high school, but man, when I went to college, um, I didn't have Christ mm-hmm. and, uh, things got really hard and I turned to not so good things, um, yeah. to deal with those stresses. So, so leading into our dating life, like I made it clear to you that, that going to church was important to me. I don't know if I can marry you if you don't go to church with me. Yeah. And it wasn't so much Jesus being a part of our home and in everyday life. It was we have to go to church. And I know it was because of personal, it, I I wanted people to think I was a good person mm. because I went to church. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it, our, our, our relationship was a mess. It was built on partying. It was mm-hmm. built on, um, from my perspective, sex. And, um, you know, there was no desire to meet your needs. It was about me. It was, it was, I think, we can both look back and say it was very self-centered um, because we were selfish people. We were. We were. And it, it affected everything, really, because we we weren't finding the right outlets to to um, vent to. We, we were talking. We had bad relationships in our life influencing mm-hmm. us. We um, we had a lack of connection in our marriage, which made us turn to other things to, to fill our own personal mm-hmm. needs and and quite frankly it was it was our one year anniversary when most people sit down to eat their their cake. one year yeah. cake and reminisce about what a great honeymoon year they had and i told aaron if if we have another year like this i'm out yeah. i'm done i was miserable and that, and quite honestly that was the first form of communication we'd had about what i was internally feeling about mm-hmm. our lack of connection and um and it wasn't it wasn't long after that where some things played out in our life where God got a hold of me first. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were in the process of finding a new church that 
because church was important to me. I, we have to go to church. And we, by the grace of God, we found a church that told us truth yeah. and, and encouraged us to read our Bible and, and, and wasn't afraid to say things that um, the world may not want to hear, but it was truth. And, yeah. And we, I learned how to pray. And so, like I said, I took off first. I, I, I started taking Bible studies. I was so excited to go hear the next sermon and, and um, got, got into serving and working with kids and youth. And yeah. um, I took off first. Aaron didn't understand it. He didn't yeah. understand why I was gone all the time. And that was hard because I was kind of a baby Christian, just soaking it all in, but not yeah. really knowing how to... Um, how to encourage my spouse to do the same thing. And so all I knew how to do, which I didn't even do well or often, but I prayed, I prayed yeah. for him. Yep. And, and you were taking off in your faith and mm -hmm. I was, I was, you know, doing nothing mm -hmm. and I was doing nothing because that's what I chose mm -hmm. to do. And I think, um, that's what a lot of men choose is, you know, maybe they've been hurt by church Maybe they, I don't want to say hurt, but they, they've, uh, they haven't seen a good church. Let mm -hmm. me put it that way. Um, and, or they, they, they watch their parents play Christianity and, and truly not live it out. Or they think somehow it's weakness. Yeah. Um, they use every, we find every excuse in the book, right? Not to go and not to get connected. And I'm telling you right now, um, if you, put aside your preconceived notions, if you put aside any experience that you've had before and you find a church that teaches the Bible mm -hmm. um, and will unapologetically preach the truth of it, it will change your life, it will change your marriage, and you will never be the same, and you will never want to go back to the life that you're living now. Yeah. And I, I don't think we have to sit here and tell any of you listening, if you're a first responder, that there is evil in this world. And yeah. this world is getting to a darker place. There's more division. There's more division in families. That There's a lot going on in our world. Terrorism, war. Um, and, and I don't know how you do your job without without faith of what God is doing in the midst of it. Well, I can tell you how they do their job because I did it. Yeah. Is you go to work, you deal with it. Um, again, it makes you it makes you cynical. It makes you jaded. Um, <clears throat> you 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 become crass. You become, um, man. You just become hardened, mm -hmm. and you over time you begin to not have love for anybody or anything. You begin to <clears throat> push um, others away. Um, you you isolate. There's like, a lot of drinking, like self medicating. Sure, people mm -hmm. people will deal with stress and and trauma, and we'll get more into that in another episode. But they'll deal with it in unhealthy ways. Listen, as a law enforcement officer, you're at higher risk of substance abuse. You're at higher risk for for suicide, divorce. Uh, uh, statistics are kind of not necessarily showing that right now, but <clears throat> but yeah, you you are you are at risk for unhealthy things in your life. Um, but there's a different way to deal with it. It doesn't mean you still don't encounter it and have to deal with these things. But when you're in Christ, you can lay all that stuff at the feet of the Father. Mm -hmm. 
you can actually receive prayer. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I've had someone put their hand on me, pray over me, and man, I feel peace. And it doesn't even have to be laying hands on. Like I've called people on the phone and been like, just I need you to pray for me right now. And they pray for me. And man, it just lifts my burdens. Like scripture tells us, like Jesus says, give me your burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, take my yoke. It is light. Uh, my burdens are easy. And so we can give God uh, our worldly burdens and and take on his and and just experience peace and um, love that only he can give us. Yeah. And I think we have seen the transformation in our marriage because of it. It, when, like I said, when I took off first and prayed, it was, it wasn't, it was maybe about a year later. It wasn't immediate. It wasn't (laughs) immediate, but you, something was caught for you too. And you, and the Holy spirit and, and, when you took off, it was just seeing you transform, even how in how you did your job, mm. how you began to see. So once were, were the people you resented, you, you kept dealing with the same criminals over and yeah. over. Now these are people you started to see hope in. Yeah. You know what the transformation of Jesus Christ can do for a person. And it changed the way you did your job. Yeah. All of a sudden I had compassion for people. Yeah. All of a sudden I started to like have empathy for them. And I realized, okay, this is, this is more than just an addict. This is actually a person. Um, They've made some bad choices, but yeah, but like, how can I help in that? And, you know, working in government, we all know we have to be careful about the faith piece of everything, but it eventually became in our community, like people knew who I was Mm -hmm. and they knew that um, I was a follower of Jesus. They knew I had started a nonprofit uh, centered on Christ to help people with addiction. They knew that. And so when I showed them that I cared, I actually sat down and I talked to them and like encouraged them and they opened that door to faith, man, I jumped all in. Yeah. And uh, we would have some pretty deep discussions about things um, but yeah, God got a hold of me. He changed my heart and it changed how I did my job. It changed the joy and satisfaction I got by going to work. I think, I think it became where you once saw, I'm going to just get rid of darkness. It became a, how do I bring light into mm-hmm. darkness? And, and as Christians, that's what we're called to do. Right. We're called to be a light. And, and what was dark in our home and I wanted out of our marriage, God began to transform and he didn't just heal the things that were lost. He restored, he made us into brand new people. And, and so we had a, we had a marriage that we didn't go back to. We had a marriage that started new. Yeah. Foundationally upon Jesus. Yeah. Second Corinthians 517 says we're new creation in Christ Jesus. The old life is gone and new life has begun and that's uh, we our old marriage was gone and a new marriage began. It didn't mean it was all, you know, sunshine, rainbows and unicorns. Like it was hard um because we God was working on our sin and we are still sinful, selfish people at times. Yeah. And so he's constantly molding us and changing us. But all of a sudden, um we started bearing fruit, mm-hmm. right? Scripture tells us as the Holy Spirit um produces fruit in us that we share with others, mm-hmm. right? Things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And all of a sudden, these things were starting to be born in our marriage for one another, for both of us 
to enjoy with each other. And um, it's hard to love someone um, when you don't have the source of love, which yeah. is God. Yeah. And Scripture makes that very clear. Love, God is love. Can I share? So I just heard this example from a firefighter perspective. So way back in the 17, 1800s, to put out a fire, they used to have to carry buckets of water from a source far away to the place of a fire. And now we have fire hydrants. We have a source of where the water comes from. And and it, it was an illustration of you are connected. When you are a Christian, you are connected to the source of love mm. you are con- and and it is available for you not just not just when you need it you are constantly connected to that source and mm. um and and so that's the beautiful picture when when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ he the holy spirit is with you and so when you're out on that job you have you have a god that's protecting you he's giving you wisdom mm. he he he's giving you strength Mm-hmm. And you are connected to that source anywhere you go. Yeah. And so apart from Christ, our marriage is a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, with Christ, our marriage is less of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like for you when we began to grow in our faith? We saw the yeah. residual effect of our marriage growing, our connection growing, our intimacy growing. How did that affect you on the job? Well, I kind of already described all that, right? Like I... It changed my heart. I started having empathy and mm-hmm. compassion for people. But I mean marriage in particular. When your marriage was stronger, how did that affect you? On oh, the job? gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So when my marriage was stronger at home, like that allowed me to focus on being good at my job. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about coming home after my shift. I wasn't worried about what you were doing or who you were talking to. Um, I wasn't um, surrounding myself around other people that were tearing down their marriages and wanting to tear down mine. Like it allowed me to be a better cop because I could mm-hmm. focus on being a cop at work because I wasn't worried about the things at home. Um, but uh, it also, I also got to this place where when I moved up in leadership, like I was able to um, influence others and talk to others about their marriage and help strengthen their marriage so that they could be a better cop. And you know, I say this, and it's the absolute truth. I was a better cop when I had a better marriage, and some of my best employees that worked underneath me um, had great marriages. Mm-hmm. And again, it's because they didn't—they knew they had support at home. Mm-hmm. I knew I had support at home. I knew I was loved at home, and I could focus on the things of work at work. Mm-hmm. Very good. So. We'll go into our questions, and you can find the questions online mm-hmm. on the website, impactiowasheroes.org backslash podcast. And we're going to go through some questions that you guys can read through together and talk about this when you talk about faith and marriage. But question number one, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? So it starts there. Where are mm-hmm. you personally in yeah. your relationship with Jesus Christ? And maybe you can relate to me of, okay, I go to church. I think I have faith, but you're just not quite sure. And and it it takes a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So if so, share what it means to you with your spouse to and have I'm, faith and trust in I'm Jesus I'm going to go off for just a second yeah. here. Casual Christian, Christianity is not the same 
as being committed to following Christ, showing up to church every now and then, um, reading scripture once a week or once a month, praying, you know, once a week, like that is, that's casual Christianity. That doesn't cut it. You are connected to the source. And so how are you tapping into it? How are you being intentional with it? And, and how are, how is God changing you into the new person that we talked about? Right. And it goes back to the priority, right? Always goes back to the priority. Is God getting your time and energy more so than football, more so than your kids' sports, more mm-hmm. so than, you know, your car, more so than your your hunting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it a priority? Is God a pri- your number one priority? Because if yeah. not, he should be. And And another part of that question, if you are not um, a follower of Jesus Christ, why not? Because we believe the time is now if you're mm-hmm. listening to this. But maybe you need to discuss with your spouse what barriers are holding you back. Yep. What keeps you from putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? The answer is yourself. Anyway, <laughs> I'll answer it for you. Number two, uh, do you have strong Christian men and women who work with you? Um, meaning, like, do they work at your workplace? What do you notice about them? What's different about them? Um, because I can remember... There, there was one individual in particular that worked at my office that wore his faith on his sleeve. Like everybody knew he was a Christian and he made it okay for me to step out in my faith and to be a Christian uh, in my workplace. Yeah. I'm so thankful for that. And if you, if you feel like you notice something different about them and you don't have that in you, go talk to them. And, mm-hmm. and first of all, share your appreciation with them of, of, you, I know you're unapologetically a Christian, and how how can you help me get stronger in my faith? Right. And I just want to encourage people, too, like, if you are a Christian, you don't have to go to your office and beat people over the head with a Bible, Mm-mm. right? Because that's, that's going to be a turnoff. But you can go out by the way you talk, by the way you treat others, by the way that you listen to others, and the way you carry yourself. Again, being a light in the midst of darkness— that's what people are going to see, and that's going to what's going to make them want to ask you questions on why you're different. Yeah. Number three, getting back to marriage, discuss how you can surrender your marriage to Jesus. What does that surrender look like? And it's having those real conversations of are we, first of all, do we have faith? Second yeah. of all, how is that faith playing out? Third yeah. of all, what needs to change? What needs? What What can we do better to to be followers of Jesus Christ and for our marriage to reflect that? Yeah, God. God is going to prune things mm-hmm. from your life. He's going to prune things in your marriage, um, in order to strengthen it. Right? It's like it's like pruning a bush or a, a tree. It becomes healthier when you prune it. So, God is always working on us, and He's always. Um, showing us things that we can do to to grow stronger in our faith. Yes. And number four, how can you get plugged into fellowship with other believers? Yeah. So important. It is important. Again, I said it earlier, find a Bible teaching church. There's lots of them out there. Don't find a church that's going to just tell you what you want to hear. Don't find a church that's going to tell you, you know what, everything that the world believes and, you know, we just... There's this 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 statement out there right now amongst church. We just need to love everybody. Mm-hmm. Be cautious. Yes, we need to love others, but 
we love others by pointing to the truth of Scripture. Yeah. We have a very interesting fellowship where there are a, a ton of first responders, fire, EMS, military, law, law enforcement, enforcement yep. even dispatchers that come to our church. And and on the flip side, we have a lot of people who have been in the backseat of law enforcement cars yeah. and ha- have been a criminal in their life. And um, it's amazing to see what God can do in those dynamics when you're in fellowship so, together. So let me tell you a story of how this all plays out. Um, and I'll end with this story. So back in the day I was working narcotics and, um, biggest meth dealer in our community, um, calls me up and I had, I had been pursuing him and I had been working a case on him and he essentially calls me and threatens my family and he became my project. Um, end up, we ended up tracking him down, having a chase with him in Des Moines, uh, catch him with a quarter pound of meth. And sit down, do an interview, and um, he ends up going to federal prison for over 10 years. And uh, at the time that he, we sent him to federal prison, I, w- I, w- I don't think I was um, in a very strong relationship with Jesus at that time. And so I had a lot of anger and hate towards the individual. But over time, you know, I forgave him for the comments that he made and um, you know, he's, he's a decent individual when he's off the dope. Um, but when he got released from federal prison, um, that next Sunday, he wound up in church at our church and I went up to him and I told him, I said, Hey, there's no better place for you to be than right now here in this church. It's good to see you. Mm. Now he didn't recognize me. He didn't, and I, I think some of that might be because I'm so gray now. It's like who's this old guy <laughs> well, talking happens to me? In ten years, yeah. But um, but had I not had my heart changed by God, I would have hated seeing him there. I, mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't have seen him there because I wouldn't have been in church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know where he's going to find healing yeah. and where he's going to have his life dramatically changed is in church. Yeah. And through Jesus. And so that's how God's changed my life. And so um, we just want to encourage you, pursue a relationship. Don't be a casual Christian. Um, go all in. Let him change your life so that in turn you can change others' lives. And that, with that, that, that concludes another episode of the Tag Team uh, Podcast. And just a reminder, uh, stronger marriages make stronger heroes. <laughs>